Welcome to the inner room, a space where we ponder the inner movements of our heart to find God by finding examples and instructions in daily scripture readings. The emotions in our hearts can help us or hinder us in our spiritual journey. Open your heart, explore your emotions, and align thoughts and emotions with God's plans for you. When we learn to feel and align our emotions, we advance in our prayer life by loving more deeply, remaining in peace more often, and finding courage for the journey of life. My name is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and a big shout out to my son Marco Niño, producer of this podcast. Sit back or walk with us. You are most welcome here. In today's reading, Ezekiel is asked to prophesy over dry bones. What in your life has dried up, friends, that needs a new spirit? What has happened in your midst that needs a resurrection, friends? Ezekiel is a bold figure. We've been following him throughout the Old Testament in the last few weeks. And he has been asked to do things by the Lord to bring back to life the house of Israel that has fallen into old ways and has lost the battle of the spirit and has now been cast away in captivity. And doesn't it feel like that in our lives sometimes that we ourselves become captive to a particular feeling? Now that school is starting and a lot of the young people are moving on to college, I know that there are a lot of us that have a lot of angst in our hearts. And we are feeling a little bit of sadness and a little bit of consternation. And we feel that the world that we've known of our children in our home and having visual access and being able to protect them by our presence is now disappearing and we have to develop a whole new level of trust, a whole new level of connection to them that is not based on the day-to-day visual encounters at the table or driving them to school. We have to let them go. We have to entrust them to the Heavenly Father. And I am counting the days, one of my son leaves next week, And I am feeling a tremendous sadness in my heart because I love participating in life with them. And yet this is the process of life. So as I meditate this morning on the dry bones reading from Ezekiel, I am asking the Lord to enliven my heart and to give my heart the joy of what Jesus gives us which is his presence and the trust in the flow of life that the seasons must all come to an end. It's one of the most beautiful things about walking in nature, that we get to see the passing of the seasons, the spring into summer, into fall, into winter, and that the same thing happens in our lives. That is part of life, to let the children go. And I'm having a hard time knowing that my girls are finishing their high school and I am preparing for that. Every day I am understanding that 
It is the last time that many things are happening and my heart is wrestling with that. In the psalm of today, we find as always instructions for how to pray. Is Psalm 107. Give thanks to the Lord. His love is everlasting. Gratitude is the tool to allow the heart to move out of this feeling of funk that I have in my heart to count the blessings of everything that I've been able to encounter and participate with my children. And in that sense, gratitude elevates my heart to a new level of understanding that as the seasons must pass and as I ask the Lord to give his grace into my heart and to the heart of my children who are moving into the next stage of their life, that I may be a force of joy and gratefulness and not just moping around and feeling sad. To, to have my tears and to have my moments where I recognize something is ending and something new is beginning and that I am part of it in a new way, but not to allow those feelings to take over me. And gratefulness is a way to make that happen, to be grateful for all the things that I have enjoyed with my children. Let the redeemed of the Lord say, those whom he has redeemed from the hand of the foe and gathered from the lands, from the east and the west, from the north and the south, we give thanks to the Lord for his love is everlasting. They went astray in the desert wilderness. The way to an inhabited city they did not find. Hungry and thirsty, their life was wasting away within them. Give thanks to the Lord. His love is everlasting. Love, friends, is what revives those dry bones in our lives. Gratefulness and love. When we feel that we are lost, that we are separate, that we are not united, we have to find a way of love to give thanks to the Lord and ask for that gift of his presence to take over the emotions that we feel in our heart, to just wash them away and to help us elevate our hearts and our minds to the heavenly realms. In the reading from the gospel today, Matthew 22, Jesus is between the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They keep circling the Lord, trying to find a way to get him to say something that is wrong so that he can be taken into uh, custody and be punished, put away. So someone says, teacher, which commandment is the, is the greatest? And Jesus instructs us that it is love. Love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the greatest. And then love your neighbor as yourself. Friends, as we meditate today in the readings that the church offers we are invited to love deeper to lay aside our thoughts and our emotions and to be filled with the love of the lord and we do that by remembering with gratefulness the blessings of our life yes maybe there's been some difficulties maybe there's been some trauma maybe there's been accidents and and problems that have caused great consternation in our life. But by focusing on the gratefulness of our life, on the seasons of our life that have been good, by allowing our hearts to meditate on that, we find ourselves 
stepping into our day with a sense of fullness that is not available if we focus on what is wrong in what we're lacking in what we wish we had or what we think we should be doing let us eliminate the shoulds of our life friends because those weigh us down let us find passion for our life in gratefulness to begin every day and finish every day filling ourselves with the gratefulness that the Lord has entrusted us a mission, a field, a community, in that He is available with heavenly help if we just ask. So let's do that. Heavenly Father, we ask that your presence be with us today, that the dry bones that might exist in places in our lives, where we are moping around, when we're not standing alive, ready to serve you and to love one another, that you will fill that with your presence, with your love, with your kindness, that heavenly help come to be at our side, in front of us, behind us, to the right and to the left. We ask that our children may feel this heavenly presence, that your angels may surround them and help them make good decisions, and that there would be unity in our home, that there may be unity in our workplace, that there may be unity in our roommate's flat, that there may be unity in our educational environments. We ask this, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.